When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Big Dave Podcast. This morning we've got uh, Karen in the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. And Karen, I believe you have a topic that I honestly can't believe has never been brought up before in the history of this Who Was Right Last Night. And this has to do with you and your husband, Jim. What is the yep. argument about here? <laughs> it's kind of silly, but even so. We both do the dishes, which is great. Um, however, I keep telling him that when you're done with the dishes, you got to like squeeze out the sponge before you put it back in the holder. Otherwise, it just like sits there and it gets gross with bacteria and stuff and it just gets cold and slimy. And he just cannot remember to do that. What does he do with the sponge when he's done with it? He just takes it out of the water and sticks it on the holder. It's like wet. He doesn't and wring it out. It's like sopping wet. You know, we've been, I've been after him and after him. It's like, look at all you got to do is squeeze it. It'll <laughs> take one second, squeeze it, and then put it down. He does it. So I, I got mad the other day and I said, if you do it again, there's going to be consequences. <laughs> so he did it again. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and I got to ask, what were the consequences? I picked up that cold, wet, nasty sponge, and I threw it, and I hit him right in the head. Oh, wait, you you threw it at him? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. And, and what, was, what was his reaction? He was pissed. He's like, what the hell was that for? And I was like, I told you last time. If you leave that nasty sponge with a wet and gross for me to touch, there was going to be consequences. And there you go. And so we kind of got into it. But I was kind of laughing at the same time because it was like the perfect throw. It just like <laughs> smack against the side of his head. <laughs> One way to try to get it through his head, right? Yeah. He's not listening. That's consequences yeah. with a capital C right there. Because just the look on his face is like complete surprise and shock and disgust at the same time. Did he ever refer to you like, no offense here, like being a Karen since that is your name? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, he'll joke around. He'll be like, this line is really slow. Go Karen at them. <laughs> well, you sound like uh, somebody to, up to the job there throwing the wet sponge at Jim's head there. So since this has happened, did this put an end to it? We shall see. But I mean, I think he finally got the idea of how nasty that wet sponge is.
do you have a closing argument? I just want to know if I was right last night for throwing that wet sponge at him after telling him about five million times just to <laughs> ring it out. Yeah, it gets frustrating. Uh, I think I'm going to have to side with science and Karen. Because, come on, the bacteria, you can get sick. Plus, the smell of mildew when you're trying to do dishes. I'm sorry. Uh, Jim's got nothing here. I'm so minuscule, and, like, at least he helps you with the dishes. I kind of think it's funny you threw it at him because it's just a sponge. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to pick up on it. He's never going to get it, and you might as well just give up. I'm on his team. Surprisingly, I don't really? think you expected that. Oh, wow. I didn't see that one coming. I figured oh. you didn't. He's never going to do it. It's not in his habit. Like, I'm just happy he's helping you with dishes. All right. I'm going ah, to go with your team. Sometimes uh, you got to shock and awe. And even if that's with a sponge, <laughs> so be it. I mean, uh, the least you could do is after you use it is run it through some hot water and then squeeze it out to, you know, like you say, they get stinky. They get, you know, kind of weird. I don't know. I, the shelf life on a sponge in the kitchen should be about two weeks tops anyway. And for most people, I think it can turn into like two years. Ew. So just... Can you like put it in your yeah. microwave or something? Isn't there some sort of hack? There's things you can do, but come on. They're like 99 cents at the store. Buy a six pack of them and wheel and deal them like, hey, everybody, here's a sponge. So uh, I'm going with you, though. I think enough's enough. He's not going to learn until you shock and awe him. Thank you. <laughs> but let's see what our B105 uh, jury thinks. 749-B105 and also through the app. Sound like a good one? Let's do it. Excellent. Good luck, Karen. Thank you. Or maybe I should say good luck, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Who was right last night? This morning we heard from Karen a stinky wet sponge <laughs> at her husband Jim's head because she had told him so many times to wring it out. She'd had enough. She snapped. It was kind of fun. She's laughing about it, but we don't know how Jim feels. We sided with Karen, though, two to one, but let's see what's happening here. Scott and Erlanger, you're on Team Jim. Why is that? Well, you know, this day and age with the whole violence issue, yeah, it was just a sponge, but let's say she left a coffee cup and he chucked it. Wow. Something like that. So it's the whole point of the matter. You know, <laughs> violence, don't play that game. We're supposed to be yeah. teaching our children and lead by example. She was just as wrong by throwing something at him. Uh, actually, and Harrison is a Karen. Why is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a big pet peeve of mine in my house that you um, wring out the sponge. So I just think that it's gross if you don't. And it grows bacteria. So if you're cleaning your dishes with it, you're not really cleaning them. You're just making them work. Yeah, and the towel in the kitchen, too. <laughs> I, I used to hate using my mom's dish towels because she would just let those ride for I don't even know how long. Oh, God, nice You'd smell. wash your hands, you get a nice lavender smell, and then you dry them off, and it just smells like mildew. mildew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad news. My Aunt April, she texted me, and she said, if you have a dishwasher, you should put your sponge in it every time you use it, and then it's always fresh. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Good idea. That. Thank you very much, Ashley yeah. and Aunt April there. Yeah. Uh, Matt, in Anderson is a big team gym. Why is that? Um, if you throw a wet sponge at me, you've got me at least six months with no dishes. Oh, <laughs> at least he's cleaning. he's cleaning them at least. I see what you mean. Yeah, I am petty. So <laughs> that shows me you don't want me to do them at all. That would be uh, don't do the crime if you can't clean the grime. Is that the yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, buddy.
All right, have a good day. Alan in Middletown. Well, we're going to change your name to Karen because you're backing her. Why is that? Because my wife did the same thing to me. She was sick. I was doing the dishes, being trying to be a good husband. Forgot to ring out the sponge, and she took it and threw it at me. And from then, I ring out the sponge. <laughs> you're, you're just like a dog that got wow. smacked on the nose with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> hey, you can teach old dogs new tricks. <laughs> The Big Dave Podcast. The coyote ran up. Instead of her coming towards me, she ran towards the coyote. Coyote jumped on me and put me on my leg, and I wrestled, I wrestled him down. I, I choked him out. B105, The Big Dave Show. Uh, that is the account that was captured on a home security camera in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, of Timothy Snipe who was taking his little chihuahua, Roxy, outside for a potty break in the morning. Uh, you know, Timothy's there in his bathrobe and a, and a pair of slides. He's just, you know, looks like every guy out walk. And then the dog starts barking. Roxy does, notices a coyote. And all of a sudden, the coyote's coming in to Ooh. grab the chihuahua, oh. Roxy. Oh. And then Timothy fights it off, gets bit in the process, ends up picking up the coyote oh by, by the tail <laughs> and putting him in a nearby dumpster and closing it. What so, a man. I know. So he saved his little dog, Roxy. And uh, also for his efforts there, Timothy had to get nine rabies shots I'm at sure. the doctor. I mean, and yeah. those, I've heard rabies shots are terribly painful. Mm. So, But a hero, mm. no doubt, Timothy is. And so is Roxy for alerting her owner to... Wow. As a small dog, I'm sure they have a lot of predators, right? Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And a coyote's a big one right now. And Statman, you've got three chihuahuas yeah, yourself. Cha-cha-chi-chi and now little BB. And you're worried about coyotes and other things in your neighborhood. All the time. It's become like a lifestyle. Not just coyotes, but hawks. And I don't know if I got like a neighborhood watch thing going, but whenever there's a hawk in the like power tower in the backfield behind my house, my neighbor will text, Keep an eye on them little dogs. Aww. Fred the, the Hawk's neighbor. out. We call him Fred the Fred Hawk. The Hawk. <laughs> and then it, it, it could be like five different hawks for all I know, sure. but they're all named Fred. And then when a coyote cuts through, oh, my phone blows up. And they mm. cut through quite often through the field. I see them in Fort Mitchell quite often, too. And they're they're very dangerous, so much so that, uh, well, Timothy Snipe there that saved his dog from the coyote attack has now bought, and I didn't know these existed, coyote-proof vests. What are these all about, Stat? You looked into these. Oh, totally. First of all, they're just over a hundred bucks. So that to me was like, nah, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll protect the dog yeah, myself. They, <laughs> they look like punk rock, like leather jackets for your dogs. They have metal spikes, and then they also have these long, like looks like pixie sticks, or like those things you pull in kerplunk. It's like those <laughs> things sticking off the back of them, well, like a like mohawk. porcupine quills. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's that same them. thought process of a porcupine. Hmm. So if the coyote comes up to attack, it's it's going to meet a bunch of spikes and quills yeah, there. Right. And, and I I saw they're made of Kevlar? Yeah. So <laughs> I guess they can't get bitten through. Now, my dogs play with each other in the yard. They're always jumping off each other and running. So if I, I feel like if I put these vests on them, first of all, I have to get three. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Different and, sizes because you got three different sized dogs. Yes. There. And they would just injure each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's why I like was like no I can't do the vest we well, just like, keep an you, eye out you don't have a fenced in yard you are with your dogs when yeah. you're outside yeah but it's yeah. also anybody any other dog could come in so we're just always careful. 
Okay, so you got to watch out for the coyotes. They got the coyote proof vests now, <laughs> punk rock vests. <laughs> I like how that. Uh, so seven four nine B one zero five. Do you have one of these? Are you are you worried about coyotes? Have you got a coyote story you can share with us? Because I mean, they're everywhere. Oh yeah. I mean, I was coming into work the other day, saw one just crossing Beachwood Road, heading Ugh. to the uh, Beachwood Swim Club. Like the only thing that was missing was a towel to go for a dip. I mean, it just like mm-hmm. I'm just walking and, and a road runner running in front of it, right? <laughs> going after that, yeah. So. 749-B105, any coyote or other crazy wildlife encounters you want to share, we'd love to hear them. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, talking about uh, coyote attacks and just sightings and things of that nature and these coyote-proof vests that uh, you can get for your smaller dogs now that kind of, you know, deter the coyote from attacking them, hopefully. And uh, talking about them this morning in Lynchburg, we got JR here. And uh, you had a wildlife encounter. It wasn't a coyote, but what was it? It was a fox, actually. A fox? Oh. It actually got pretty close, but it nothing really actually happened. But um, by the time I got my phone out to get a picture, it, like, took off. That always happens to me. So it was a little fox sneaking up on you. You know, one morning I was out after it was the 5th of July. I know this date because the night before we had shot off a bunch of fireworks. And I was in my backyard picking up all the residue and pieces and everything. And I hear in the back back shrub line just this crazy noise. And I thought, oh, man, a deer's about to jump out here. Nope, it was a rabbit shot out like a cannon from those shrubs. And here came a fox just right after it on its tail. Thankfully for the thankfully for the rabbit, it got under my neighbor's deck and, okay. and where the fox couldn't get in. But yeah, foxes are a lot of fun. Thank you, Jr. Thank you. And a uh, Matt in Moore's Hill, Indiana, has a suggestion. If you see one of these coyotes, yes, you can contact uh, the um, Kentucky Trappers Association. They are a uh, free service that will come out to all your properties and dispose of those predator animals properly. Oh. oh. I had a problem with stray cats in my yard. I set a trap and I caught my chihuahuas. I can't imagine <laughs> if they set traps in my yard for a coyote, they're going to catch a, to- a chihuahua. That's, That's a big trap. You might end up in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I caught a stat, man. Thanks for the tip, Matt. Yeah, good advice. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh-huh. And uh, Jenny and Mount Orb, you actually had a showdown between your little beagle and three coyotes. I sure did. Well, I let my little beagle out, and he, his name was Lucky, because I rescued him, so I called him Lucky. He went outside to go to the bathroom, and I went back in and threw a bag of popcorn in my microwave, and I looked out to check on him, and I saw one coyote, and he was, like, inches, like a cat. Like, he was, like, like a cat was... Crouched like, down. down. Yeah. Thought, yeah. 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 It was stalking thought, him. Oh, I thought, oh, God. So I just grabbed a couple of pots and pans that I had in the kitchen, and I ran out the back door. And as I was going out, there was two other ones, and they were, like, in a triangle. Like, they were, like, surrounding him. Oh, no. And so I just started screaming like I have never screamed, like, like I was being attacked. And I was banging the pots and pans, and uh, they my beagle just stood there. I'm screaming, Lucky, Lucky, come on. But he wouldn't move. He was like in shock. Frozen. Aww. Yeah, wow. he was frozen. And then they finally just turned around and ran off. But um, I went back in and my microwave was like 
um, in flames, the popcorn. Oh, oh my God. Fire. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so then my house smelled like, you know, crap all day. But you know what? That's okay because you saved Lucky the yeah. Beagle. Yeah, you did. I did. He was lucky again. Very nice. Well, hopefully. The, by the way, how long ago did this happen? This was probably about six years ago. And your house still smells like popcorn, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, no, I moved. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. You have, now, is that on top of your teeth, or do you take your teeth out and then put in, it's diamond and gold. <laughs> it's your real teeth. <laughs> you just put it on top of your teeth? No, it's like replaced my bottom row You've of teeth. You ripped all with... those teeth out and put in that? I, I just thought the diamonds were cooler. <laughs> I mean, it's just certain stuff that rock stars are supposed to do, you know? Oh. <laughs> I did not realize that. Yeah. <laughs> B105, that is Kanye West right there in his infamous 2010 interview with Ellen DeGeneres on her show where he had the diamonds on the bottom row of his teeth. Well, now we go forward, what, 14 years, and Kanye West has done it again, except this time it's his top row of teeth. Oh, my gosh, and they look crazy. <laughs> it's like a new metallic look in his mouth. They're saying it's metal? Is that what you're seeing over there? Well, it is It is platinum, palladium, and also titanium mainly. And it. I mean, I'm looking at the picture of it, and it looks like you took a Wrigley Spearmint gum wrapper, folded it over your teeth. I mean, it doesn't we, look good. We used to do that in like fifth grade, like take yeah, off the gum yeah. wrapper and stick it on your teeth. Now they're saying that he did not have his teeth removed, but that these are like fixed and permanent. And it cost him $850,000 for oh this new gosh. look. And maybe we just don't get it because, well, A, we're not filthy rich, and B, it's like an artistic expression that we just don't understand. Uh, what? I mean, they're saying, okay, this is the thing that concerns me. Experimental dentistry. And, <laughs> and it was done by uh, Dr. Conley, a dentist in Beverly Hills. But would you ever want to go somewhere and go, hey, hey, uh, we're going to do some experimental dentistry on you. Come on over. And no. That's well, exactly how a Bond villain is created, I think. Experimental <laughs> dentistry. Well, well, that's what they're saying, that he kind of looks like one of the James Bond villains. Henchman uh, Jaws. Jaws, yeah. <laughs> he compared himself to it. And you just look at the picture. You look at that guy. Oh, you have to see it. This grill. Yeah, he's coming out with a new album soon. They say he's doing like a 40-minute apology video beforehand. I think this is just like an attention-getting thing to uh, promote his album that's coming. So the, I guess the question is, is I guess his uh, teeth went platinum before the album Yes, did, is yes, what they're going to do exactly. here. I'm telling you, at some point, we just got to start taking away some of these people's money. You know? <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. All right, so uh, what about a little whiskey in your coffee cup? Does that help at all? Uh, it's a cold view from the Statusphere today, and I'm with Dave. He works out here every day for Terminex. Where, where are we at right now? Beekman Street? What? We're at Novale Apartments on Beekman Street. And you got to work outside all day long for your job. How do you stay warm in this? You just got to make sure you take plenty of breaks and wear plenty of layers. Like today, I've got on... Extra sweatshirts and extra long john pants. How many layers do you have on? Probably five. Five layers? Oh, my gosh. At least up top. 
Okay. Yeah, he's actually only 105 pounds. It's just all them layers, right? Well, well what do you tell your crew that has to work out here on the constant? I mean, obviously, you give them we, lots of breaks. We've but. been doing it a long time, so everybody knows to layer up. We all work outside, so, you know, they know. And then we'll just make sure we take plenty of warm breaks. And what do you guys exactly do outside? You know, we go from apartment to apartment doing general pest control. Because it's an apartment complex, we stay outside, so we might be outside two or three hours at a time, so we'll make sure we take breaks. Because you guys are fighting the big bed bug problem in Cincinnati. I wouldn't want to go inside either. <laughs> well, what are some tips you could tell other people who don't do this on a normal basis? Just make sure you wear plenty of layers. Make sure you got a hat. Make sure you got something for your hands, gloves and boots, and just, just Lots of breaks. Up. Lots of breaks. What are some signs of uh, frostbite that people should look for if they are outside? Red, irritated skin. Yeah. It feels like it's going numb. Uh, do I have frostbite on my neck? It's a little red. I'm a little irritating. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey, man, I, I got something to keep your hands warm. I brought some hot chocolate and coffee from Grater's. Got a bunch of donuts for your crew. Sound good? Sounds good. Thank you so much, Thank David. You. Hey, stay warm, everybody. Nine degrees on the B105 van when I got out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's B105 stat man there. And that is fun, man. Good, good time to find out how these guys do it because you drive and you see some of the things these people are doing outside yeah. and you're like oh my goodness i get some of these snapchats of dudes like digging holes and all kinds of stuff outside and i'm like i would quit that is <laughs> I, I mean i just would so thank you for everybody for doing your jobs and keeping everything going because it's just not made for everyone no especially those guys <laughs> changing the banner on the Bengals practice bubble out there oh yeah they're working all day yesterday on that thing in the the river it's always colder down there and like. windy down there too oh. so uh, to everybody Good working outside do it and uh we I love guess, you yeah we do <laughs> thank you for your service is what we're saying to you this morning more of the big dave podcast there's no hole in the bottle my january is dry so every Pretending that it's wine, honey, the first of February. I won't even wait till five to put a hole in the bottle of wine. B105, well, I'm not sure if anybody has checked on Kelsey Ballerini to see if she's doing pretty good with her dry January there. Uh, but I know about Ashley because I know for sure that this past Saturday on Big Dave's Big Day Out, at the Nate Bargatze show at Heritage Bank Center, you had a drink. I did. But I will say this. You only had one, and you nursed it the entire time. What was it? It was, a, I think it was a double vodka and cranberry and orange juice. It was fancy. It was good. It okay. was, thank you. You bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and I knew I wasn't getting another one, so I enjoyed it. I didn't say anything to you about dry January, and you seem to have moved on from this this year, or what are you, damp January now? I what guess is, so. I We all know or learned that I like threw dry January out the window on January 6th, made it uh, six holidays. I had a beer with my mom. Um, and so I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just drink on Saturdays. And, you know, we talked to Brian from the Bam Bam show and he was kind of doing it with me. And then over the weekend, I get a Snapchat Instagram message from him of a beer. And he's like, these $1.50 beers got too hard to pass up. So he's off of it. He called in to yell at you on he our did. show. And now he's off. The you were his motivation, he said. Yeah. Well, uh, cheers to that. And it <laughs> turns out Brian and I aren't the only ones to break dry January. Apparently half of the people that say they're going to do it have 
already messed it all up because they forgot that they were going to Half do. of the people just forgot. That's what this says. So they're somewhere and they're <laughs> like, all right. You take a drink of a beer and you're oh. like, oh, wait, hold on. It's not like somebody that gave <laughs> up meat and was like, oh, I accidentally ate a pork chop. No. no he, he just like slides in there. Well, I also just think alcohol is so present uh, in a lot of activities. It's everywhere. So probably somebody handed them a drink. They just took a sip out of it and they're like, oh. I totally forgot I was doing dry January. And then, boom, it's damp January. So, for the next, uh, you know, what, 13 days here, are you going to try to limit your alcohol intake? Yeah. Or are you just. Yes, it's like it's limited. I don't drink through the week anyway. So, we'll see. Check back with me on Monday. Yeah, well, dude, you're <laughs> not alone, though. I, I'm looking at this survey. I guess it's from 2021. It says the average American only lasted 10 days for dry January. Uh, most gave up by January 3rd and then uh, 75 to 95% of people don't even make it to the end of the month. So everybody has great hopes, but it's okay. All right. Can we just cancel this next year? I mean, nobody, (laughs) it sounds like usually pretty good. Everybody's got the Mm -hmm. best of intentions and nobody does it. There's people out there still doing it. All right. Let's see. 749B105. Is there anybody who is doing dry, dry January this year? That here on January 18th is still alcohol-free for the new year. I'll buy you a beer if you are. (laughs) (laughs) More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, talking dry January. Ashley uh, found this alarming statistic that how many people just blow it because they forgot they were doing it? Half. Half. Mm -hmm. And uh, you did it willing. I mean, you were just like, whatever. I was aware. Okay. So uh, we're trying to find anybody that's still doing it. Uh, Kristen from Independence is here. Kristen, are you still on the straight and narrow there on it? I'm still on the straight and narrow. Way to go. 18 days. Thank you. Now, Kristen, I don't mean to be a bad influence, just trying to be a good time here. (laughs) What could we do to tempt you to break that oh my gosh um have another big day big dave out and i will join you guys on that one there we go okay all right even if it's in january (laughs) even if it's in january you guys are worth breaking it for hey i love to hear that okay that was like that's like your olaf moment some people are worth (laughs) melting for some people are worth drinking for (laughs) (laughs) well we'll let you know if if we're going to do another one in january you're invited. I would love to come. All right. Best of luck, Kristen. We'll see. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, Kara. Are you still doing dry January? I am. I'm going strong, actually. My A, a group of us, my friends, my husband, um, a couple of my family members, we're actually doing a pretty big weight loss challenge. Mm. Um, so it's it's really the perfect time to do it. And I haven't, you know, had I've had temptations, but I'm, I'm going strong. Doing well. The, the weight loss is a big motivation mm-hmm. for sure. Because alcohol, man, it'll pack it on you. And then you want to eat and it's 2 a.m. And then you're hungover. <laughs> Skyline, White Castle, everything the next day. <laughs> exactly. Is there a reward for being the person who uh, loses the most weight in your challenge? Yeah, we're doing 100 days for $100. Now, I don't think I'm going to do dry 100 days. But just to kickstart it, um, the, the dry January is definitely helping. So each threw in $100. So it's a pretty big pot at the end. Um, And I think we're doing first, second, and third place. So not only, you know, is the weight loss the biggest reward, but there's a little money incentive too. No doubt. Keep us updated on how you place. Please. I sure will. I think I'm in second right now. So I'm uh, 
we're, we're going strong. So you're looking at a couple of hundred bucks. Maybe that buys a lot of Crave cases. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and bottles of wine. <laughs> In February. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Uh, all week long, we've been talking about brain freezes, where uh, it's just so cold that your brain's not functioning right. And uh, your little simple things seem to just, uh, you know, put up a big roadblock for you. Yesterday, we heard from a Missy in Oxford. Yesterday, I swore up and down. I was at work that something was expired. And my coworker looked at it and she was like, honey, that says 2025. And I said, isn't it? And she was like, no, it's 24. <laughs> wow. Oops. And we're just now into the new year of 2024. And <laughs> I'm trying to jump ahead. <laughs> so there was hers. Now, in this morning, a stat, even though you've been inside all morning long, you had a big brain freeze. Oh, yes. So, th and what's funny, it, it was, it surrounds the dad joke of the day, which was, uh, why did the rooster go to Cane's? To see a chicken strip. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, how do you, is Cane's like got an apostrophe in it, whatever? So I actually Googled raising Cane's and went, okay, I got that right. Type it all up and realized I, I, I spelled rooster like a roster and I spelled strip like a stripe. And spell check says, oh, okay, this word. Well, those are words. Those words are spelled right, just the wrong words. So you posted <laughs> this on our B105 Facebook page like you do every morning, and soon people are literally <laughs> texting Ashley and sending and Snapchatting her snaps. chatting me of, somebody needs to fix that. Y'all are getting roasted on the B105 <laughs> Facebook page. No, we're getting roosted. <laughs> roosted. <laughs> so, uh, but that was your brain freeze today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in the comments, too. It's got, it's amazing. Everybody will comment, and they, they love to correct you. But if I would have spelled everything right, nobody would have interacted with that. Not that much. They just, oh, just laughed it and moved on. moved on. All right. So that's <laughs> just stats, brain freeze now. It's up to you. Caller 10, 749-B105. You have to give us a recent example of you having a brain freeze, <laughs> and you will get tickets to see Hardy. It's as simple as that. All right? Stat and Missy set the bar pretty high for you this morning. So let's see if you can top more of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We're talking brain freezes. And, uh, well, Ashley actually just had one when she was lining up this caller from Delhi. Rachel, uh, she thought your name was Liesel. And that's I guess... What I, she, that's what I heard. She's recently watched The Sound of Music or something because that was one of the characters. Was it that. really? Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, Liesel. <laughs> but, Rachel, oh, right. you got to share your brain freeze with us now. Are you ready? I am ready, yes. So we have a new puppy, and I guess, I don't know if I have puppy brain myself, but I was carrying her around, and we were going to leave, and I kept telling my daughter, I'm like, where's the dog? We need to get the dog so we can bring her with us. Where is she at? And we were looking, and I was looking everywhere, and finally my daughter was like, you're holding her. Oh, my God. <laughs> How old's your daughter? Yeah. How old my daughter? She'll be five on Saturday. <laughs> she has to think, Mom, mommy's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, she probably thinks that a lot of times. <laughs> we had the lady the other day, Ashley, who called in and said she was looking for her phone while talking on her phone to her sister. And she's like, I can't find my phone. And her sister's like, you're talking on your phone. But this is even worse because you're holding the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and sadly, I heard that woman, and that's happened to me many times, too. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We're all imperfect people. I've seen people look for their glasses and they're on top of their head. 
Hey, it's all right. Hey, you you just had right. a little brain freeze today. Dude, I've looked for my glasses right. while wearing my glasses. I, <laughs> They're I, I, on I, your face. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Rachel. Yeah, you got a pair of tickets to go see Hardy, Kip Moore, Travis Denning, Riverbend Music Center, July 25th. Awesome, thank you. You got it, and uh, don't forget, they go on sale tomorrow, but we're going to have a B105 Hardy ticket window starting at 940 on our show and every hour up until 5. You can win those Hardy tickets right here on B105, okay? Okay. And remember, when you're going to that show and you're looking for your tickets, Rachel, I bet they'll be in your hand. (laughs) Very much so. You know, that'll probably happen. (laughs) Yeah, I want to stress that the Hardy ticket window will be tomorrow here on B105. B105, The Big Dave Show, and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't wish my brother Morris in West Tennessee a happy birthday today. Today is his birthday. Oh, I'm he, sure he's listening He right might now. be listening on the B105 <laughs> app. He does because he tells us, yeah, you know, hey, cool. I heard you do this on the yeah. show this morning. So happy birthday, big brother. Hope it's a great one. And, uh, well, everybody's favorite hippo's got a birthday coming up here pretty soon. Next week on the 24th, Fiona is going to be seven years old. Wow. Seven years old. Time flies. It really is hard to believe that it's been seven years since all that. But in honor of our lucky number seven birthday, the Cincinnati Zoo is doing something very cool. They got a grand prize package that includes a behind-the-scenes hippo tour for seven people, a $1,000 Visa gift card, a two-night stay at Graduate Cincinnati, a $50 gift card to Fiona's Cafe, and a complete library of the Fiona books. So that's pretty nice. So how do you get in the running to do this? You got to buy Fiona a $7 birthday gift. So make a $7 donation to the Cincinnati Zoo, and you'll get in the running. You'll be able to meet Fiona, Fritz, BB, Tucker, and all those other things. That's pretty great right there. Everybody loves Fiona, and who wouldn't love to meet her? She's like the biggest celebrity in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, physically. Yeah, literally. Sure. <laughs> so if you do that $7 birthday gift, you get one entry. However, if you do a $30 gift for Fiona, you get seven entries. Oh, all right. So that's going to increase your chances of doing it. And they're also offering $7 zoo admission on Fiona's birthday next Wednesday. I mean, this is all about the sevens, right? Now we're talking, okay. Yeah, all right. Go over to CincinnatiZoo.org and you can uh, give your birthday gift to Fiona and get in the running. How cool would that to be on a little private backstage meet and greet with Fiona and all her friends there? Have you guys ever met Fiona? I've seen her through the glass. That's Same. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I went around, around the side once when we fed her like pumpkins and stuff, oh. but oh. she's a lot bigger in person. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, you can get up close and personal with her. CincinnatiZoo.org. Happy early birthday, Fiona. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibe started this past Monday night after the uh, Philadelphia Eagles were defeated and bounced out of the playoffs by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And after that game, Philadelphia Eagles center... Jason Kelsey announced to his team that he was retiring, that this was it. He was going to call it. He hasn't officially retired yet, but he did address this yesterday on his New Heights podcast with his brother, Travis. I didn't announce what I was doing on purpose, despite, I guess, what's been leaked to the media. Yeah. I'm not trying to be dramatic and continue to draw this thing out. I'm really not. When it's time to officially announce uh, it'll be done in a, in, in a way that's, you know, definitive. And But I did address the team. You know, a lot of guys, like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, you don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> I had a Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, man. 
Well, I think uh, there was a lot of emotion in the room. A lot of emotion there. So uh, still waiting on the official retirement from Jason Kelsey. But in the meantime, uh, for the past few years, Jason has been stopping at a local McDonald's there <laughs> on his way to a practice facility and has gotten to know Danielle Bonham, uh, who works the McDonald's window there. So on Wednesday, Jason was going through to get his uh, usual breakfast there of two sausage, egg and cheese McMuffins with a coffee. And when Jason pulled up to the window, there was Danielle. And today, she had his order and also her number 62, Jason Kelsey, Philadelphia Eagles jersey. And she was asking for a little favor from Jason. Would you mind signing it? And he was like, sure. How many L's is it? I know your name's Danielle. And I, so I spelled it out for him. And um, he gave it back to me. I told him I loved him. He said, you too. Um, I said, Again, thank you for everything. Then the rest of the day has been a blur. I was blubbering like an idiot, crying and hyperventilating. And, you know, he always grabs my hand and it's just, it's comforting. And I, he's a regular person just like any one of us, but he's got a little something extra. He's got a big heart. Definitely has a big heart. It's really hard not to pull for Jason Kelsey, a guy who was a walk-on, a non-scholarship player at the University of Cincinnati and has risen to be one of the best centers of the past decade in the National Football League. And if he is really retiring a couple of years from now, will be enshrined in Canton in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Him and his big heart. Thank you, Jason Kelsey, for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. Well, we don't know how she always gets through, but she always delivers. Olivia, the freshman at Claremont Northeastern High School. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning. So are you ready for maybe a snow day tomorrow? Yes. You would love that. I know every kid <laughs> in the planet would. Well, give us that dad joke. Why did the rooster go to Cane's? <laughs> I don't know. Why, Why did, did the, the rooster, rooster go, go to Cane's? To see a chicken strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll put a little dollar in the beak there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Olivia, I hope they serve some delicious chicken strips at Claremont Northeastern today and you get an extra couple of them, okay? All right, have a good day. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.